It's the International Soccer Preview. This is Series 15 of our MediaCast. It's the short version of Series 14 on Euro 2024 qualifying. We're looking at Group C. Italy, England, Ukraine, North Macedonia, and Malta. Here we go. It's the International Soccer Preview Series 15. This series is a shortened version of Series 14 and primarily part three of that series. Okay, let's look at each team in Group C with a summary of their history and then a look at their recent form. All right, well, we begin with uh, an overview of Italy's kind of longer history. So from their first World Cup in 1934, Italy has ranged from being a world powerhouse to falling off the soccer map. Their four World Cup titles all came amidst controversy, and they can be an infuriating team, both in their style and behavior. The famous Capanaccio style, most prevalent in the 1970s and 80s, saw them scoring a single goal and then going into a defensive shell to see the game out, including using some time-wasting tactics. Perhaps the most famous example of infuriating behavior is provoking France's captain into a red card in the 2006 World Cup final. But their success of reaching eight World Cup semi-finals can't be denied unless it's by a 20-year dry period after the war or by failing to reach the last two World Cups. Despite a Euro Cup title in 1968, the early years of that competition were weak, failing to reach five of the eight Cups. Since 2000, however, they have reached a final in half of the six Cups, winning the Euro Cup title in 2020. Yeah, in terms of their recent performance, it is hard to peg a regularly qualifying team that has failed to reach the last two World Cups, but sandwiched by a Euro Cup title win. Uh, but both World Cup qualifying campaigns were solid, losing only one game across the two group stages. In both cases, they lapsed only in the playoff. But there certainly were no lapses in the 2020 Euro campaign, which saw them winning all games in qualifying and in the cup and without the inflammatory drama that often accompanies their campaigns. That generally solid forum followed them into their UEFA League 2022-23 campaign, which saw them win the group over Hungary, Germany and England. All right, and uh, speaking of England, we move on to their next. Um, and let's take a look at their longer history. Um, England's football history has more disappointment than glory they remained aloof from FIFA before World War II and only joined in 1950, uh, nevertheless convinced that they were the best team in the world. Their only true glory, though, is the 1966 World Cup, and even that is marred by a questionable goal. But even that does not constitute a strong period, and they do not have one to speak of uh, since their biggest successes have been surrounded by flat or poor results. So third place in the 1968 Euro Cup, for instance, is uh, surrounded by non-qualifications in 1964 and 1972. And their 1996 semi-final finish in the Euro Cup came before a group stage exit and was followed by the same in 2000. Though they struggle in the final stages of Cups, they have become very consistent in qualifying. 
Since their last failed campaign in 2008, they have won that group every time and lost only two games. In terms of final results, their strongest period seems to be current times with uh, top four finishes in two of the last three cups. Yeah, since 2018, England has mostly moved past the deer in the headlights forum that stifled their performances on the field, as in the 2014 World Cup or against Iceland in the 2016 Euro Cup. Even still, they don't play cups, uh, they don't play in cups with the confidence they show in qualifying. Their consistency in qualifying in recent years, especially rivals that of Spain. But if they are starting to show their best uh, in tournaments, finishing fourth in the 2018 World Cup and second in the 2020 Euro Cup, it is hard to explain the dreadful performance in the 2022-23 Nations League. There, they tied Germany twice, were bested by Belgium and lost twice to Hungary to finish last in the group and suffer a humiliating relegation to Group B. And uh, in the longer history since two, uh, sorry, in the longer history, uh, Ukraine's first official match was in 1992 after the breakup of the Soviet Union. Ukraine almost qualifies for every World Cup, but have only done so once in 2006. In five of their seven qualifying campaigns, they have reached a final playoff, but lost it. The pattern is different in Euro Cup play. There, they failed to reach the first four editions from their first attempt in 1996, and they reached a playoff only once. Because of hosting in 2012 and the tournament expanding to 16 teams, they have qualified regularly over the last three campaigns. In terms of their recent qualifying, it is difficult to predict the effect the Russian invasion will have. Um, it did not prevent them from their usual World Cup finish of a final playoff in the 2022 World Cup qualification. Their usual finish in the expanded World Cup should be reaching the Cup, and that was the result in 2020. For the first time there, they not only passed the group stage, but the round of 16-2. That, together with a solid performance in their UEFA Nations League B campaign, where they were competitive with Scotland for a second place finish behind them, suggests a slight improvement, but 2024 qualification will truly show the effect that the war has. It could be that, like Syria, they do better, motivated to provide some good news for their people. Okay, and uh, team number four is North Macedonia, and uh, Macedonia broke away from Yugoslavia and played as an independent nation from the 1996 Euro Cup onwards. Their qualification runs for that, and especially for the World Cup, started competitively, but grew steadily weaker. They never finished in the top half of the table, and they dropped from third last to second last to two last place finishes in 2014 and 2016. 2018 also started poorly, but suddenly uh, they improved halfway through and have since enjoyed their strongest period. Yeah, as you said, when we talk recent performance, they had looked increasingly weaker since 2008, but that all turned around halfway through their 2018 World Cup qualifying campaign. They went undefeated in their last four games there, including a draw in Italy that brought them um, and brought that form into their next two campaigns. They finished in the top half of the table for the first time in 2020, 
Although it was not that result that earned them passage into their first tournament, but a bit of a backdoor. Winning their lowly League D group put them in a playoff round among other League D group winners, and they won their games to earn the golden ticket. 2022 was even better, finishing second in their group, which included a glorious win in Germany, and then reaching the playoff where they knocked Italy out of the 2022 World Cup before they were knocked out by Portugal in the final round. 2022-23 UEFA Nations League saw a weak performance in League C. They lost twice to group winner Georgia and only managed a tie against Bulgaria. But they finished third and stayed up thanks to two wins over the feeble Gibraltar. Alright, that's North Macedonia. We're going to finish with our fifth team, uh, Malta. Um, just give me a moment to sort out the graphics here. Uh, okay, Malta has a long history, actually, playing their first game in 1957 and first entering the Euro Cup in 1964 and their first World Cup in 1974. Apart from missing the 1968 Euro Cup, participation has been very consistent. However, even with an infusion of weak teams in the 1990s, they have only avoided a last place finish in one campaign. And that was the 1994 World Cup where they finished ahead of Estonia. Uh, while they have uh, won only a hand count of international games in their career, they achieve at least a draw every campaign, often against their second or third tier teams. In only two back-to-back campaigns in 1998 and 2000 did they lose all games. Uh, their goals record, surprisingly, has usually been respectable since 1988. That's their goals against record. Uh, only in a couple of campaigns do they average higher than three goals against per game. Usually it's around 2.5. But a good campaign by this measure was 2016, where they allowed just 1.6 goals per game. In terms of their recent performance, they have had chances to finish above the bottom of the table recently. In their four campaigns from 2016, they have been grouped with Azerbaijan, Lithuania, Faroe Islands and Cyprus as the second last place finishers. They spurned the opportunity in every case though, earning only a tie in the first two of those. 2020 against Faroe Islands was their best chance, but after winning the first leg at home, they lost the second and finished tied on points, but last. In 2022 World Cup qualifying, they bested Cyprus, probably the strongest of the teams mentioned here, but also finished tied on points, but behind them. 2022-23 UEFA League action saw them in League D with Estonia and San Marino. Estonia scored late winners in both legs, and Malta finished second behind them, beating the feeble San Marino twice. All right, well, that brings us to the uh, end of this section. So now let's move on to uh, part three uh, of the series 14. That's Connor and my discussion of the prospects of these teams. We're going to move on to uh, part three. That's a comparison of the teams. And it begins with uh, a look at the rankings. That's right. So pot order was determined um, by the results of the last Nations League, so they don't necessarily correspond with uh, World or ELO rankings. Um, So Italy are the pot one team. Uh, They were fourth in Europe at the time of the draw um, and are currently eighth in the world uh, in both FIFA and ELO rankings, Um, though they actually dropped into the teens um, for much of the kind of late 20 teens due to their failures to reach the World Cup. Yeah. 
Yeah, and as you say, like England is the pot two team here, and not because of their FIFA or ELO rankings, but because of their, I guess, relegation from uh, from League A there in the Nations League. That's right. Yeah, that poor Nations League performance put them in pot two. Um, they are fifth in the world um, in FIFA and eighth in ELO. Um, so similar, but just ahead of Italy um, in the FIFA rankings. Um, but unlike Italy, England have actually been in the top five in FIFA um, for several years now, going back to December 2018. Yeah, right. Okay, well, uh, Ukraine is the third team, uh, the pot three team, and uh, 22nd in Europe. Uh, how are they in the other rankings? Very similar. Um, actually, probably higher because of um, the international nature of the ranking systems, but 26th in the world currently in FIFA and 20th in ELO. Um, they've actually been consistently higher in kind of the more reliable ELO rankings, um, but they've kind of ranged in the 20s or just above 20th in both systems. Um, so they are seen as, as you know, quite a strong team uh, worldwide despite their pot three ranking. Yeah, and we'll have to see what uh, uh, what kind of impact the uh, war has uh, on their performance here. Uh, fourth team is Port, uh, North Macedonia in pot four. Yeah, they're currently 65th in FIFA and 76th in ELO. Um, we, you mentioned kind of their good form um, in the 2018 World Cup campaign and onwards, and that's been reflected in their rankings. Previously, they were below 100 or around 100 in the world rankings, dropping to 162nd um, in December 2016. Um, but they've been in the 60s uh, for basically the last five years, corresponding with those good um, competitive World Cup and Euro campaigns. Yeah, that's a good move up. Uh, yeah, in the ELO rankings, it was just uh, dipping below 100. But in, uh, in the crazy FIFA rankings, uh, jumped all the way down to 162, which was probably never true. Mm -hmm. uh, finally, we have Malta. Yeah, so Malta, um, they're the pot five team. They were 52nd in Europe at the time of the draw, which puts them kind of near the bottom of UEFA teams. Uh, they're currently 167th in FIFA and 145th uh, in the ELO rankings. Um, and those really have been consistent for quite some time, kind of ranging between 160 to 180 in, in FIFA and closer to the 160 mark or 150, so a little bit higher uh, in the ELO rankings. Yeah, yeah. Well, they do get the odd results, so they have uh, moved up slightly. But we'll talk about whether we expect to see them get any results here. Uh, let's go through the head-to-head, -head, and we've kind of organized them into... Uh, uh, the teams that have the winning record. So we begin with uh, Italy. Maybe, Connor, if you give the record and I'll add any uh, details if necessary. Yeah, Italy actually has a, a relatively dominant record over England. They've met eight times. Um, Italy have won six of those and they've just tied and lost one each. Yeah, and they've met actually in the in the World Cup and in the latter stages of the World Cup several times in uh, in 1990 and or, or I should say in cups because it was a uh, Euro Cup in 2012 and of course the 2020 Euro Cup final uh, most recently where Italy won on penalties. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the last three times they met uh, in tournament finals, Italy have won all three. Yeah. Yeah, so England really get the better of England. Uh, oh, but, yeah. 
Uh, Italy versus Ukraine. Uh, Italy's even more dominant. They met five times and Italy have won all five. That's right. And 2008 was the last time they met, so not a strong element of revenge between them. Yeah. Uh, Italy and North Macedonia um, have an even record. One win, one draw, and one loss each. Right. Well, they met in the 2018 uh, World Cup qualifying round, and uh, Italy bested them there, but... um, North Macedonia did tie at home. And then, of course, that uh, playoff round uh, shock win, which actually took place in Italy, uh, North Macedonia knocking England out of the, or sorry, knocking Italy out of the World Cup, really fits in with the revenge theme. Absolutely. Yeah, um, that's an important point to mention. Now, that game was played in Italy as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, Italy versus Malta. No surprise that Italy's won all eight of the uh, games in which the two teams have met. Yeah, most recent meeting in the 2016 Euro Cup qualifying there, uh, Italy winning both again. All right, let's take a look at uh, England's record. So Italy have better records over all four teams here, and uh, England have better records over three teams. Yeah, so England um, have played Ukraine six times, and England's record is three wins, two draws, and a loss. Yeah, a lot of time, a lot of those games have been fairly recent, actually, uh, from 2010 onwards. Most recently in the 2020 Euro Cup quarterfinal, where England uh, basically smashed Ukraine, uh, winning 4 nothing. Yeah, England, uh, North Macedonia, they've met four times. It's two wins and two draws, um, the overall record in England's favour. That's right. So England have never beaten uh, North Macedonia uh, in North Macedonia. Uh, Two ties in both of their meetings there. Right. And then England and Malta, they've met four times and England have won all four times. Yeah. 1972 and then 2018 with their uh, two meetings uh, home and away. Okay, and then uh, Ukraine. Uh, Ukraine uh, it does have uh, better records than the teams below them. Yeah, that's three wins from three over North Macedonia. Yeah, 2020. Uh, all of those are very recent, actually. 2016 Euro qualifying and, uh, and uh, 2020 Euro Cup group stage, as we saw. Uh, England, oh, sorry, Ukraine beating North Macedonia to earn their passage. And then uh, Ukraine and Malta, they've actually never met. So uh, no wins uh, for either team so far. Yeah, my mistake. I, uh, I said Ukraine had a winning record, but they've never met. And uh, finally, North Macedonia does have a better record than Malta. Yeah, they've played twice and both games have gone in North Macedonia's favor. Right, but that was a long time ago in the 2000 Euro qualifying uh, round. So no, not much of a grudge between them. All right, let's move on to uh, uh, pots and odds. Uh, we wanted to take a look at uh, where they come from, where the teams come from in each pot, because sometimes it can be a bit deceptive if one team is at the bottom of, say, pot three, and another team is at the top of pot four. Uh, there's not much between them. So tell us where they're from in the pots, Connor. Yeah, so Italy were fourth ranked overall. Um, they won their Nations League A um group and um which was used for the rankings so um yeah italy were fourth overall england uh were sixth 15th overall um and so although they're kind of close to the middle of pot two you could argue as euro 2020 finalists that they are artificially low because of their 
uh, Nations League A relegation. Yeah, it's not really a measure of their strength because they're definitely stronger than Austria and Czech Republic who are ahead of them, but uh, a reflection of their performance in the UEFA League. A yeah. bit divorced from their strength, their overall strength though. That's right. And then Ukraine were the top-ranked team in Pot 3, um, so that could may, mean they're a little bit more dangerous than uh, you know some of the other potential opponents. Um, on the other hand, North Macedonia and Malta were both bottoms of their pots, pots four and pots five, respectively. Right, so that creates a huge gap between uh, Ukraine at the top of pot three and North Macedonia at the bottom of pot four. And I think that'll probably be reflected in the odds that we're going to look at next. Yeah, so the odds to the win the group, um, Italy's at 23% um, and England's at 80 So England are quite a bit favored to, uh, to win the group. Um, we'll talk about that. Um, Ukraine is just 5.9% to win the group. North Macedonia, 1.6%. And Malta, 0.1%. All right, Connor, what do you make of those uh, odds? I certainly see Italy and England as being uh, closer than the odds suggest. I, I think it's it's possibly a bit of a toss-up and may come down to uh, either results between them or else who possibly is spoiled by a team uh, from a lower pot. Um, I, I see first place belonging to one of those two teams um, and really top two are automatic so it may not matter that much but um, I see Italy and England being being pretty competitive with each other. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I gotta say though I'm really shocked by uh, the 80% odds for England and 23 for Italy because I see them as uh, fairly close. Uh, mm -hmm. We saw the Italy had the better head-to-head -head record uh, over England. I'd say England's a bit more consistent in qualifying, but Italy's pretty strong in qualifying. I mean, they only went to a playoff in uh, in 2020 because they were grouped with Spain, which is probably the strongest qualifying team. So uh, a bit unlucky as far as that went. Yeah. How do you see um, the challenges from below, from Ukraine and North Macedonia? Yeah, well, uh, my original hook uh, for, for this episode was uh, the the kind of the threat from below because I think uh, I guess Italy and England could be decided on their head-to-head matches, but I kind of suspect it'll be decided on how consistent they are with the teams below. Um, I think uh, uh, any one of the teams, with the possible exception of Malta. Uh, could take points off them, but Malta's a bit of a danger because they do they do earn a draw uh, in in almost every campaign. So they're going to probably get it off someone here, though more likely Ukraine or North Macedonia. Yeah, yeah, I think um, Ukraine, um, you know, perhaps perhaps galvanized by the war and what's going on is is what is one way to look at it. I mean, they they had a pretty strong World Cup 2022 campaign. Um, and were competitive in their Nations League group. So, um, I mean, it's, it's a bit unlucky for them to be grouped with the two finalists from the last Euro, um, because I think in a lot of groups, they would have a shot at fighting for that, at least one of the two automatic qualifying spots. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, in this group, I, I see them as, as capable of picking up, um, picking up results against the top, the top two, but perhaps not necessarily enough to see them overtake England or Italy. Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, you know, um, 
the the effect of the war could go either way. On the one hand, it could disrupt them and and see them coming in a lot weaker here. Uh, but we saw when we did the AFC uh, Asian World Cup qualification that Syria uh, was was kind of galvanized by the political situation there. And they weren't even playing at home. They were playing most of their games in UAE. But, you know, I wonder if the if the uh, idea of kind of giving good news to the people is, is almost their contribution to the war. And I think it would be important uh, for the Ukrainian people to wow, to see them uh, challenging these teams at the top would be great. Yeah, I agree. They're a little un unlucky. They're at the top of pot three and uh, other pot two teams besides England are, you know, Wales, Finland, Scotland. I think they would have a pretty good chance against those teams. But uh, getting England as the pot two team here, uh, pretty unlucky for the Ukraine. Yeah. And I do think North Macedonia are an intriguing team. I mean, they, they won in Germany um you know recently enough um they won in italy to knock them out of the world cup so they're they're their shows are capable of beating teams not just at home but picking up points on the road as well um you know they're a little bit unpredictable that way so um again i think again you look at north macedonia they are in a tough i got it a really tough draw as well i don't think they'll they'll return um to make their second consecutive euro cup um appearance but they're they're an intriguing team to watch they're kind of a probably a, a tr one of the trickier pot four teams to get because of their their very recent history of pulling surprises i mean yeah, wins over uh, italy and germany if, if that uh if that's not enough to make england uh, uh shudder a little bit uh i don't know what it is i agree with you i don't see them doing much at the campaign level here even uh, even in as far as challenging for third place against uh, Ukraine. But uh, I definitely see the potential of them almost kind of controlling the group uh, with, with their spoiler results. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's sure to happen. We saw actually with the squad that uh, they have some promising players uh, uh, on the squad. So Yeah, including their couple playing in Italy. Yeah, that's right. So I think for sure they're gonna uh, they're gonna steal a couple of points, and the teams they steal the points from may kind of dictate things at the top of the table. Yeah. Uh, Malta usually gets a draw uh, in every tournament. Do you think that's possible here? Realistically, probably only possible against North Macedonia. Um, I don't really see them having enough to get points off the other three teams, and even North Macedonia, you know. They're, they're a strong, you know, strong team for kind of the, the, the third tier European team. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure. I think one point at best, but I'm not convinced. Yeah, I think North Macedonia have been uh, a bit more consistent lately, but uh, they, they do have, uh, you know, they, they are an inconsistent team. So I think there is a chance of them uh, giving up points. But Malta taking points off any other team would be a shock and, and it really isn't usually off the top teams like we saw with North Macedonia. It's usually off teams like Austria or Scotland or some something like that. So yeah, yeah as you say, possibly against North Macedonia. Um, anyway, you know, this whole time I've been listening to you um, uh, humming and hawing, but I, I'm going to nail you down here. Tell me what it is. How is this group going to end? 
even though Italy have the better recent record than England, I'm going to call England revenge. Um, <laughs> I think England will finish first in the group. Uh, they are very consistent qualifiers ahead of Italy. Um, I do see those as the top two. I see Ukraine third, North Macedonia fourth, Malta fifth. But I don't think the group is, um, you know, strictly as predictable as the pot order makes it seem. Right. Uh, I agree, especially those uh, odds that are given to England. I I do favour England myself because recently their qualifying campaigns have been so strong. Uh, but I only give them an edge over Italy and I wouldn't be surprised to see Italy finish first. But I think the rest of the group is, uh, is kind of set in cement there. Uh, Ukraine, North Macedonia and Malta. All right, well, we're going to finish uh, the podcast by looking at the opening set of games, which took place in March. So I have been refraining from looking at the results uh, while Connor uh, does know the results. So uh, I'm going to kind of predict what happened and then Connor's going to say what happened. Yeah, we start with a huge game, especially for the top two, Italy hosting England. What do you think? Yeah, so again, we saw those odds for uh, England winning the group. So I think that kind of presumes that they would uh, get something out of this game. Uh, But I think it's actually very even. And um, I might even favour Italy at home here. So I'm going to say 1-1 favouring Italy. Um, In fact, England were victorious. Um, England were 2-1 winners on the road. So that's a a good statement win, especially being away from home. Great. Who got the goals for them? Uh, Rice and Kane, uh, first half goals. Retegui pulled one back for Italy in the 56th minute. But um, despite, despite that, they couldn't find the equalizer. All right. So a good start to the campaign there for England. And, uh, oh, we have North Macedonia and Malta. Well, I think this is pretty straightforward, a 2 nothing win for uh, North Macedonia. Um, it was 2-1 for North Macedonia. Um, your prediction was right up until the last five minutes when Malta scored a consolation. Yeah, well, good for Malta getting a goal in that game. And uh, that would put England on top of the group after the first round. But we have the second round. Uh, also to do England and Ukraine. Yeah, England at home. At home uh, to Ukraine. I I believe they might have lost uh, or tied this game uh, in the past. Uh, No, I don't think so. Uh, England and Ukraine. Again, I kind of think Ukraine uh, might be motivated. It'll be interesting to see how they do here. But England is so consistent at home that I think my prediction would have to be 2-0 England. Um, and that was a very predictable result. 2-0 England uh, was the final. So um, comfortable win, Kane and Saka on the score sheet. All right. And uh, Malta and Italy, a pretty one-sided game here. I don't think this is where Malta's going to get their point. So I will say 2-0 Italy could be more. You are correct again. 2-0 Italy. Well done. Um, and... And for, for perhaps people thinking that Italy might have gone on to to route Malta, you have mentioned that their goals against is actually quite respectable and, mm. and even getting better. So 2 nothing is kind of, even against a strong team like Italy, is, is not an atypical result for Malta. Yeah, a pretty respectable result. When did in, uh, Italy get those goals? Uh, both goals were scored before halftime, 15-27, oh. and, and Malta shut the door after that. Right. 
Okay, well, we move on to the first set of games in June, which haven't been played, of course. So now you can make a prediction there. What do you think for Malta hosting England? Um, I'm going to say 3 nothing England. Um, kind of a routine victory for England on the road. Yeah, i got to agree with you there. And uh, if Malta can keep it to 2 nothing, uh, that would be good. But I think uh, England will score a little bit more. And then a bit of an interesting game here with North Macedonia at home to Ukraine. Yeah, one of the most interesting uh, games in the group, potentially. Um, I'm pretty torn. I mean, I, I favor Ukraine to finish ahead of them in the group, but I do think North Macedonia are capable of a of a draw um, at home. So I'm going to say 1-1. One, one. Uh, that's what I'm going to say too. 1-1. One, one. Do you uh, favor any side or do you think that's uh, pretty flat? I, I do favor Ukraine, but um, but not strongly. You, North Macedonia could could win this game as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm one one, not particularly favoring either side. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of the media cast. So stay tuned. We have a little section on their upcoming present and past series. And uh, good talking to you about Group C, Connor. Uh, we'll see you again in Group D. See you next time.